Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Monday, October 12th. I'm Wayne Pratt. The St. Louis Art Museum is among the local institutions examining staff and audience diversity and looking for ways to do better. I do think that there is a clustering of minority staff members at lower levels in the organization, and there is a relative thinness um, at the upper levels of the organization. Museum Director Brent Benjamin talks with St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin about racial equity on Art Hill. We'll have that in just a few minutes. Tower Grove Park officials in St. Louis say it will likely be some time before announcing plans for the space that was the site of a Christopher Columbus statue. A crew removed it from the park in June. St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan reports. The Tower Grove Park Board of Commissioners decided to move the Columbus statue into storage nearly four months ago, saying it, quote, symbolizes a historical disregard for indigenous peoples. Because the park is a national historic landmark, officials are waiting for federal guidance from the National Park Service. Bill Reininger is the park's executive director. He says any change they make to the park has to be reviewed first so they don't lose their landmark status. Everything we do is very intentional and sometimes can take longer than what people want. Reininger says whatever they decide to do with that space will reaffirm that the park is a welcoming place for people of all backgrounds. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri health officials say a database error resulted in an incorrect jump in the number of reported COVID-19 cases. That includes a report of a 5,000-case increase in one day over the weekend. The state says that was a mistake. The Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services says it is in the process of migrating all testing and case data into a new system. The agency says it is working to resolve the issue and then will update the website with correct numbers. Missouri University of Science and Technology is receiving a $2.7 million grant from the state to open a child care center on campus. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports the goal is to help the campus and community meet a need. Rolla is considered a child care desert by the child advocacy group Kids Win Missouri. In addition, Missouri S&T has had a hard time recruiting some faculty and staff, especially women, because of a lack of local child care. Kathy Norcutt is the university's interim vice provost of academic support. And Missouri S&T only has 21% female faculty. So we see this as a huge boon in diversifying the faculty and improving equity among our workforce. The child care center will be open in about a year and enroll 76 children. 30% of the spots will be reserved for low-income families, especially S&T students. Faculty and staff will get priority for the remaining spots before they're opened up to the public. In Rolla, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. The Illinois agency responsible for investigating child abuse has updated its system for accepting online reports of neglect and abuse. Department of Children and Family Services leaders say the changes include clearer instructions and fewer necessary clicks to reduce the amount of time needed to complete reports. The updated system also puts reports of abuse or neglect directly into the agency's case management system. Officials say that can improve investigators' efficiency. The department's acting director, Mark Smith, says making online reporting 
easier is critical during the coronavirus pandemic since children are less likely to be seen by adults outside their home. St. Louis Art Museum leaders are reviewing a report on how well staff and programming reflect the diverse population of St. Louis. The museum's board compiled the document in response to increasing scrutiny of systemic racism. The report's 140 suggestions include hiring an executive-level diversity officer and acquiring more work by black artists. The goal is to make the museum a national leader among cultural institutions through its diversity and inclusion efforts. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin asked museum director Brent Benjamin how he plans to achieve that. So it really is uh, about institutionalizing uh, the museum's uh, diversity inclusion lens, right? So we're looking at what we're doing in a much more consistent way across the initiatives that the museum undertakes. Where have you fallen short on this in the past? Well, I don't know that we've fallen short. I think we've been pretty successful at what we've tried to do. But I think that there are some things that we haven't worked as hard at um, as others. You know, let's really think about how we would create as diverse a pool as possible when we have a position that we're hiring for. One of the suggestions was, uh, as you say, to establish a a goal for a diverse workforce proportionate to the racial and ethnic makeup of the St. Louis community. Would you say that your staff looks like St. Louis right now? The staff looks pretty good uh, in, in terms of St. Louis's demographics, and the audience looks really good. The audience is actually more diverse than the metro area. Uh, there's more diversity in the audience than there is in the metro, which is a lot of people should be surprised by that. Um, but um, we've been doing some polling and some data gathering, and that's good. So we're, so we're not in a terrible position. But I do think that uh, there is a um, there is a clustering of minority staff members at lower levels in the organization, and there is a relative thinness um, at the upper levels of the organization. That is, you know, typical of many kinds of organizations, and certainly art museums. Right now, do you have uh, do you have black managers or department heads? We do. Yes. Yeah, and I want to acknowledge we're two white men talking about this right now, but but when you have metrics with respect to audience or workforce, you know there's a there's objective ways to measure progress. That's right. Yep, and we'll be reporting on that, and you know that's right, and that's part of the accountability is to say here's where we were, and it's been 12 months, and here's where we are, and it's been another 12, and here's where we are. Right. So that's important as well because if you're not measuring it, it's kind of hard to manage it. Well, you're looking to depart sometime mid-year 2021. What improvements would you like to be seeing a year from now? What are the priority areas you've identified as as where you'd like to see a lot of time being spent? Obviously, you know, we want to be prioritizing those things that can be done relatively quickly, that are relatively inexpensive, and that have high impact. And there are quite a few of those kinds of things um, on the list. So that's where we'll be starting, and I think that it's 140 items, so it's not going to be implemented overnight. Um, some of this is going to happen before the end of 2020. Off, can you name any of those items that, that you see as high impact and, and achievable? Well, I would say that one of the most important things to do is to, is to implement an internal uh, infrastructure that supports it. An, an infrastructure, what, what does that mean? That means to bring in, put, so put, some, put some staff in place to actually uh, operationalize it, right? 
and make sure that it's actually happening in a consistent way across all the functions of the museum. That was St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin speaking with St. Louis Art Museum Director Brent Benjamin. David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. St. Louis Public Radio will have live coverage of the Senate confirmation hearings of Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett starting this morning around 8. We will have our regular weekday programming schedule available through a stream on our website, stlpublicradio.org. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.